0: You're listening to Between Two Consultants, Logic 2020's original business and technology podcast. I'm Nick Kelly. And I'm Ethan Silvers. We're two consultants
1: who talk to super smart people about the latest trends in technology and business. Hello, and welcome back to another edition of Between Two Consultants. My name's Ethan Silvers. And I'm Nicholas Kelly. It's very exciting. We're coming at you live today. So our guest, Victoria. Don't be too nervous. We're professionals. (laughs) We're going to make sure that everything goes super smoothly. Um, Today, we are going to be talking about employee burnout, and Nick is going to be walking us through how we can quickly get to some really good metrics, and Victoria has very kindly agreed to join us. Victoria, do you want to uh, briefly introduce yourself?
2: Sure, thanks for having me on. Um, Victoria Blangestein, I'm an organizational psychologist by training um, and I work within workforce analytics and employee insights.
0: We're just gonna dive straight into this and we wanna give the example of how easy it is to do dashboarding and wireframing and to get some ideas on paper. And uh, Victoria, thanks so much for joining us. And uh, we're going to be focusing on the HR manager for this one. So we'll just get straight into it. You can see we've got our, our usual approach here. So in the highly unlikely event that you haven't seen all the episodes where we're doing the wireframing, we follow a specific approach where we want to go look at who we're, desi- who we're designing for in terms of who are the stakeholders. So who are the business stakeholders that are involved? and who are the actual end consumers of any insight that we're, we're going to be designing for. And then there's this whole process that we follow that we figure out what questions we want to be able to answer with the data, and then we move on to actually wireframing. But what we're going to do today is we're going to fast track all of that. We're just going to focus on who we're designing for, and so we're going to briefly talk about who it is we're designing for, in this case, a HR manager. We'll pick off some of the challenges that they, that they have, and what are their goals? And this is gonna be in the confines of what we're talking about in terms of employee burnout. So we're not gonna be designing a whole HR workforce, composition, diversity, attrition, recruitment, retention type dashboard. We're gonna be looking at one aspect of that, which is a hot topic these days, as you know, people are moving around with COVID remote versus going back to the office versus hybrid models. And so and the intent of this dashboard is to help inform us with this extra piece of information that we need to tackle, how are people and employees getting burned out? So let's start there. We're, we're going to start with our HR manager so as who we're designing for.
1: And as you're writing that down, just a um, quick thank you to the hand model who we searched high and wide for. Um, really, really uh, doing a phenomenal job. Yeah. A lovely lady who
0: we hired to do the hand model. Yeah. Very good. And I appreciate that. Appreciate the hand model. And no expense spared of course. And, no expense spared. Yeah, yeah, we we actually have that at the hand model uh in the International Space Station. Just to show <laughs> the, the the technological depth that we're able to have with a live stream like this which is quite
1: remarkable. Yeah, we we sent them up there just like a few days ago. I think they landed.
0: That's right. No expense spared. So we've got our HR manager. Victoria, could I ask you for one challenge that a HR manager faces in terms of burnout and insight into burnout? What can they see? What can they not see? Are there any specific challenges that they they're facing these days?
2: They have trouble pinpointing the exact roots of burnout because there's so many of them. Okay. Uh,
0: roots of burnout, let's see.
1: So the root cause.
0: So we're lacking that bit of information. What does the HR manager need to do, basically? If they can understand the root cause, then they can maybe start taking some steps to address those. So if I were to flip that on the other side and pick off a goal, now, of course, if we're doing this exhaustively, we, we try and pick off a few more challenges, of course. But one goal that a HR manager would have in relation to burnout. And, and if I could be so bold, Victoria, I would, I would, can I suggest one, Um, maybe we can do a couple here. I'll suggest one is to reduce attrition. That might be one that we could pick off.
1: And, and do we want to say something as simple as, what is a goal? Our goal is to reduce burnout. And Nick, Nick, as our hand model is writing, um, should we uh, continue talking about goals um, and having Victoria throw a few more at us? Victoria, what are your thoughts? What are some other goals from the perspective of an HR manager?
2: Keeping employees
1: happy. Yeah, and I I agree with that, Victoria. I do my best to keep Nick happy as my employee. (laughs) I think I'm nailing it. Look at that smile. You look happy. Yeah. Yeah. You might. <laughs> um, uh, all right, so we have reduced attrition, reduced burnout, keeping employees happy. Uh, Nick, how many are we going for?
0: I think this is good. I, right. I think we got enough going on here. And where we can start getting over to wireframing. And and it's just to give you an example of like how quick this can be. But this is a step we really don't want to miss. Right. So like If you want to be as light as possible on requirements, you have to have this as a minimum. We have to know who we're designing for, some challenges they face, and some of the goals that they want to get out of the dashboard. So whatever we wireframe now in the next step needs to align with these goals. The information and the insight we're given has to support those goals. So what I'm going to do is something quite innovative here. I'm going to take these sticky notes these goals, and I'm going to move this off here. And we have Has this, this before. We're getting rid of the board. Getting rid of the board—it's crazy. No structure now.
1: Right, oh my, God. I'm nervous. <laughs> Victoria, don't worry, but I'm nervous.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we have our goals. Okay, so we're going to keep those at the top. And what we're going to try and do here is we're going to come up with a few visuals that are going to help us uh design towards those goals so let me just put out put out a few now okay so we'll just say okay imagine these are going to be charts and we're going to have a few charts laid out over here and let's just start with four and it's a, it's a nice number to start with and just like okay well what are we doing what are we, tra- what are we trying to achieve here and let me start with the first one which uh you know it's going to be a Not a terribly wild guess because we're looking at some of the challenges that you'd mentioned. Uh, One of the challenges you mentioned there, Victoria, was not knowing what the causes of burnout are. So let's just, you know, let's just say we would have a a visual, which is going to be causes of burnout or burnout causes. And let's just say. basic bar chart which is just going to list the top causes for burnout simple as that so we got one there how about another chart is there anything that comes to mind for you victoria like you know you're 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 thinking here in the hr manager's mindset what would they want to see in terms of Uh, What do I need to know to align with these goals? Keeping employees happy, reducing attrition, uh, reducing burnout. And so what you're asking
1: for, Nick, is just what are the actual, like in addition to the causes of burnout, what are the other things that we'd want to measure?
0: Yeah.
2: These probably are some of the causes, but you know, an HR manager would want to know some self-report data. So you know, think think about your employee survey, right? What are employees saying in terms of um, workload and work-life balance, for example?
0: Okay, got it. Perfect. So kind of like um, I think you talked about this before, like sentiment. Yeah. Oh, right, coming out exactly. of the surveys. Okay. Yeah.
2: <clears throat>
1: And um, Victoria, is that similar when we talk about employee sentiment to sort of like employee satisfaction?
2: I yes, I mean, different d- depending on what what you're asking employees. That's what you're going to get out of it. So you, you could include general satisfaction as part of um, your survey. You could have it focused on well-being, whatever it is that's top of mind. Mm-hmm.
0: So I could have like, so what I just threw in there was just like it, maybe there's a word cloud, right? Just something that's captures some of that feedback you're getting out of your survey. And then maybe there's something more specific around maybe themes, sentiment themes, uh, sentiment topics, right, those kind of top topics that are emerging uh, out of that. So we could have mm-hmm. like a kind of deep dive on the word cloud and a more broader kind of categorical view um, of, of sentiment by themes. Mm-hmm it's only a coincidence that i don't talk during the uh, while the hand model is writing
1: I, I think you're just being very respectful of the hand model and the hand model's craft um making sure that like all the attention is being spent on that i don't have that same courtesy um, I save all my courtesy for uh, my employee Nick Kelly, <laughs> so that he feels valued.
0: Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay, so we've we, we've got some we've got a, a reasonable structure going on here already. And so we've got our our causes. So we just think about you know what the what the HR manager is going to look at. So they come here onto this dashboard. Okay. I can see what are the main causes i can see what the employees are saying like direct verbatims of what they're saying and i can see some themes that are emerging and um, you know if i you know if I, I was to take a guess on what themes might be coming up it might be commute um, it might be uh, work-life balance uh, maybe these are the types of topics that are coming up and um, for a hr manager Victoria, you know a whole lot better than I would here on this one. Would they want to see? Would they care about, let's like, say, the row level detail? Like, okay, who who are the employees now? And of course, there's going to be a bit of a challenge here with an, uh, you know private information, anonymous data. Um, you know, if we wanted to filter down and drill down a little bit and say, okay, well, which which employees are getting burnt out? Um, yeah. Yeah. At
2: aggregated level, for sure. Um, and they would want, and aside from that sentiment part, you'd want to see actual behaviors, right? W- what are these employees doing, right? Not not at an individual level, what is Victoria doing at 6 p.m. in the evening, but what are employees doing, and if they're taking meetings at night or, or similar
0: behaviors, right? So we could say activities and behaviors.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So in, in that, Victoria would would
1: that be the part of the reason to get that would it be to say hey there are these behaviors among these employees and this set of employees their sentiment around or their happiness is low and so these behaviors seem to correlate to this so we need to look into that is that jen
2: yeah i mean if your sales group in singapore is telling you that they you know they're burnt out their well-being is low and then you see that these people are working on average 10 hours a week post hours or are in emails from on the weekends. Right. You, you yeah. can kind of correlate that and say, well, clearly they're behaving in a certain way, whether it's, you know, depends of the job. But that's leading to these unfavorable outcomes. And what can I as an HR manager do from standpoint of uh, policy?
1: Yeah. And for that very reason, Victoria, I capped Nick's hours at no more than 16 hours a day and certainly no more than
0: eight hours a day on the weekend. And my, my, my children greatly appreciate that.
1: Yeah. I mean, it used to be 10 hours a day. Nick unionized, brought it down to eight hours on the weekends and now 16 hours during the weekday. And I, I think that that's worked out pretty well for you, right, Nick?
0: It's great. I mean, I liken, I liken it to uh, Tiny Tim and Scrooge, uh-huh. um, that sort cool. of relationship. And you yeah. know, look, it's, it's a journey of learning for Ethan and, and, and hopefully some degree of enlightenment. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, on the weekend, we might even go down to seven and a half hours a day.
0: very <laughs> <Pretty> benevolent. <laughs> As you were yeah. talking, Victoria, um, a few of the other things you, you'd called out, um, you know, we've got the employee behaviors and activities. Um, I also added in hours worked as one of those things you might correlate with, with some behavior. But I made it a trend line. So we want to see if it's changing over time. Right, so how has it been historically? Uh, also, to your point, you'd want to see it at an aggregated level. So we can't do employee. I, I always love to try and get to like a row level detail here. Um, and I don't think we can. But maybe by department, could we do yeah some, some breakout by department?
2: yeah you can break it up by by department you can break it up by various demographics right if it's large enough department or or organization you can break it up by um, lo- like hierarchy levels or pay grade levels right to get into like where are you having more issues
1: and and nick just to let you know and this is really feedback for the hand model um, the, the contrast of uh, what the marker on the paper is a little bit hard for the viewers to see. Um, so just, uh, we, we might want to repeat things at times for what's on there. It's,
0: um, the, look, it's the sun coming through the uh, solar uh, module.
1: That makes a lot of sense. We didn't account for that, did we?
0: Yeah, I probably should have done a dry run. Um, yeah. We've asked the the hand model to use a a darker pen.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you, hand model, um, for doing later. that. Yeah, it's much appreciated. It's something we'll we'll bring up now that she is an additional. I mean, now I have layers. So she reports to Nick. Nick reports to me. So Nick, just some feedback to handle in private.
0: Yeah. I think we probably re- reduced the spend on um, getting the hand model to the uh, International Space Station, and probably focus a little more on uh, the mm-hmm. pen. And, and color and contrast.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, I like the whole
0: uh, space station thing. I think it's a good yeah. niche idea. Yeah, who doesn't? No one's doing that. And it's <laughs> part of the reason we have so many viewers.
1: Yeah, I mean, Victoria's probably thrown through a loop that all this is happening in space. We probably should have brought that up beforehand. Victoria, we actually talked about sending you into space with the hand model like as part of the uh, like incentive package.
2: Is it one way?
1: Do you want it to be one way? <laughs>
2: <laughs> depends on the day.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a petition right now for uh, uh, Jeff Bezos for him to <laughs> stay up there. <laughs> uh, disclaimer: I don't condemn or condone that. Nick, what are we doing
0: now? I, I, well, I'm doing one of the one of the items that Victoria just called out was a demographic breakdown. And, and so we're getting more to the, so what? So, okay, well, what are you gonna do about it? So let's say HR manager comes in and looks at this and goes, okay, I can see the causes of the burnout. Uh, and, and I can see what the employees are saying, like direct verbatim what they're saying, um, but also grouping that into themes and, and topics that are emerging. And that's all fine. Okay, but great. So what are you gonna do about it? Um, well, I can then see what activities they're doing. And maybe there's some activities that are more correlated with burnout than others, so I can filter on any of these, of course, and I can see how those that that relationship works with um, the amount of time employees are spending working, as well as then a breakout by by department and a demographic breakdown. So I can really get into some some degree of nuance here. Uh, and Victoria, I know you talked about this before, and there's probably like a a view from. Know, we're probably getting there with the departmental view to a degree. But like, is there a manager view, like a span of control? Is there someone uh, you know, is there a group of people that have a certain supervisor or manager that tend to get more burned out than others?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of like with that um, hierarchy, only you could look at hierarchy by by managers, right, to see where those issues lie.
1: And Victoria, how much of this like, would you anticipate would be targeted in the sense of, hey, there's this group of people that we really need to make sure uh, are feeling the love, um, or, or do you, you think it would be more general than that?
2: My preference is usually for any interventions to be general, not to, not to single out a particular group. Um, okay. But if you see something different within a particular group, getting down to root causes of why it's a certain way right is it the nature of your job are they supporting another group in a different time zone is it expected right so understanding all those things before rushing into any intervention i think
1: yes and that is exactly why i ended up capping nick hours per day at 16. (laughs) very targeted
0: it gives me time to sleep which is great much appreciated that's (laughs) great. getting a healthy eight hours of sleep there (laughs) So if we look at this, if we look at what we crafted here and Victoria, you had just said this, how do we get to root causes? So we can do that in in two directions here. We can start with, okay, well, I want to see, I can filter by department right away. So I can say, oh, look, this department has the highest burnout. I'm going to click on that. And then it's going to update everything here. So then we can see, well, oh, look, the burnout causes are different for this department. And maybe I click another department and I can see how oh, the burnout causes change and the sentiment's really different. There's different themes and topics coming out from the surveys um, for that specific department. And so there's, so there's many ways then we can look at this and, and decide what action needs to be taken so that that, that HR manager is better equipped to deal with burnout. Anything else we feel like, do we, you know, do we think we have the, 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 the main basis covered here with, with these visuals?
2: I think
0: we did. Would you say it's one of the best wireframes you've seen in your life? It's the best.
1: Awesome. <laughs> wow. And that's what you get when you cap employee hours at 16 per day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's no endorsement from Victoria on that. I appreciate that, Victoria. Thank you. <laughs> Food for thought, Ethan. Food for thought. there. Sure. thought. <laughs> Yes. So I, I, um, this has been great. So this is like the, you know, a very light activity that anyone can be doing before you start building a dashboard, and it's going to deal with like so many things that come up as barriers and issues down the road Mm -hmm. uh, when a dashboard is actually built and developed. So you you can see how easy it is.
1: Yeah. And Nick, before we um, sign off, do you want to just spend like a moment recapping the process that we went through, what we started with, and how we got here? and just walking through the uh, the yellow uh, post-its that you got.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So we started with figuring out who we're designing for, and we said, okay, that's the HR manager. And that's being the anchor point then for everything we do. We're not gonna design something for a chief HR officer. We're not designing something for a finance manager. And it becomes an easy way to disqualify certain types of questions we wanna answer in the dashboard. Because the temptation is to answer everything under the sun. And the challenge for the person building a dashboard can be, well, You know it it seems that you're asking for a lot of things here and so we use the persona as a way to sort of address trying to build something for everyone just say look we're designing for the hr manager so let's make sure we have that hat on and then we started looking at some of the challenges but more importantly what are the goals that we wanted to have for that hr manager we can look at these and say okay keep my employees happy reducing attrition and reducing burnout and this dashboard seems to address the okay. I, I now know the the, the levers are levers that need to be pulled to reduce burnout, which would naturally have an impact on nutrition if I can address them, um, which then also helps us keep employees happy. And and so using those goals, we went through just a just a simple conversation to understand what would we need to see in order to anchor to those goals. And you can see how straightforward it is the only thing that might get a little bit tricky for folks is picking the right chart but you can see how simple the charts are here you don't have to get complicated with it most of them are bar bar charts either horizontal vertical and um, you're usually going to end up with some sort of trend over time and invariably uh if it's me designing it i want to get some level of role, level detail it might work for us exactly in this case and uh, because of the sensitivity of the information but um, you can see here, we don't have to get complex. We don't have to have fancy charts. Start somewhere uh, Start, you know, with things that are very, very simple, easy to understand by everyone. And you can figure out complicated charts later on if it's appropriate, but this is enough of, to get us started. And
1: that's lovely. And just a quick question for Victoria. Um, I think it'll be quick. Um, and a, a lot of what Nick talks about um, when doing dashboarding and visual analytics is how it's actionable. Um, Victoria, do you have any thoughts in terms of looking what's here and then when you get the data, how that down the road could be actionable for an HR manager?
2: Yeah, I I, I think that it is actionable or or could be actionable, right? Um, If you see that, you know, you have a lot of people writing, sending emails late in the evening, there are all of these kinds of programs that have you know, warning signs and saying, do you really need to see it to send it right now? Uh, Can you wait until tomorrow morning? So, you know, a lot of companies have started using that. Um, The other thing that has gotten pretty popular is like no meeting days where you can actually get your work done. Um, And the big one is corporate shutdowns, right? Where, Where you force people to take time off and where they don't feel punished after their vacation, because they come back to 300 emails. Um, so I think, I think all of these things can provide some actionable um, information.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's really interesting yes. about the uh, uh, no meeting days um, for Nick. I give him no meeting Sundays and I, he's responded very positively to that.
0: Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, I mean, I could do so many things. I, I prepare for my work week then, uh, on Sunday. <laughs> Victoria, the Victoria, thanks so much for being with us.
2: Thank you. This was fun.
1: My name is Ethan Silvers. I'm Nicholas Kelly. Thank you all so much for joining us on this edition of Between Two Consultants. Take
0: care. Bye. You've been listening to Logic 2020's Between Two Consultants. If you liked what you heard today, be sure to subscribe so you can get each episode delivered directly to your favorite podcast app. To learn more,
1: visit our website at logic2020.com. You can also find us, Nicholas Kelly and Ethan Silvers on LinkedIn. So give us a follow. See you next time.